Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in the 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Wake that ass up. The Breakfast Club is on. Right. Yeah. I have to live live. I'm talking to the Breakfast Club this morning. Okay, okay, okay. I love coming here. I'm never not going to come here. You guys are good to me. In return, I'm always going to be good to you. For a lot of people in the hip-hop generation, the Breakfast Club is where people get their information on the topics, on the artists. In that aspect, radio is still important. The Breakfast Club. When my name come up, respect it. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news. All right, let's get right into it, Yeezy. All right, well, let's talk about what we know so far about Salvador Ramos. He was the suspected Texas school shooter. We still have to say suspected. An 18-year-old gunman, they're saying that he allegedly shot and killed 18 school children and two adults at a Texas elementary school. Now, they're saying before that happened, he messaged a stranger, I'm about to, just hours before he opened fire. And this was at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde in Texas. He attended the town's high school, and they said he reportedly shot his grandmother before driving to the school armed with a handgun and possibly a rifle. And a manager at Wendy's told the New York Times that he worked there for a year and that he quit about a month ago, that he always kept to himself. He also allegedly tagged a stranger in an Instagram picture of guns. 
and that account has been taken down since. But according to these reports, he said, "What?" Uh, he said, "You're going to repost my gun pics to a girl on May 12th." She said, "What your guns got to do with me?" He said, "Just wanted to tag you." And then he messaged her, "I'm about to." And then she asked about to what? And he said, I'll tell you before 11. He said he would text her in an hour. And he urged her to respond. Now, here's what one student um, had to say. His name is Jordan about what happened during the incident. We just hear all kinds of gunshots going off, like nonstop, like constantly gunshots. And the world here all scared on the ground, fearing for our lives. Mm-mm-mm. And these are mostly third and fourth graders at this school. Again, I told you it's an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. And um, here is what Joe Biden had about the shooting immediately after. Another massacre, Uvalde, Texas, an elementary school. Beautiful, innocent, second, third, fourth graders. And how many scores of little children who witness what happened see their friends die as if they're on a battlefield, for God's sake? They'll live with it the rest of their lives. Parents will never be the same. To lose a child is like having a piece of your soul ripped away. There's a hollowness in your chest. You feel like you're being sucked into it and never going to be able to get out. It's suffocating. And it's never quite the same. Mm. And there's, um, there's nothing that makes you feel more helpless than this as a parent. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We, we try to keep our kids safe. We try to keep them in safe spaces. School is supposed to be a safe space, mm-hmm. you know? And I now, court- don't have any answers to how you slow down any of this, stop any of this. I I, I don't know how you legislate hate. Mm-hmm. Now, according to sources, <clears throat> the gunman first shot his grandmother at a separate scene. Authorities initially said that his grandmother was killed, but later they said she's in critical condition. He then crashed his car outside of the school. He came out with an AR-15-style rifle, according to multiple law enforcement sources. They do have that rifle body armor that uh, he was wearing in numerous magazines. He was engaged outside the building as he approached the school by a school district police officer who was shot by the suspect. After that, he entered the school and allegedly opened fire. Uh, and mainly the students who were killed were third and fourth graders as well as one teacher. Altogether, at least 19 children mm. and two teachers have been killed at Robb Elementary School. Here is what Vice President Kamala Harris had to say. I would normally say in a moment like this, we would all say naturally that our hearts break, but our hearts keep getting broken. So I think we all know and have said many times with each other, enough is enough. As a nation... We have to have the courage to take action and understand the nexus between what makes for reasonable and sensible public policy to ensure something like this never happens again. To the people of Uvalde, uh, please know that this is a room full of leaders who grieve with you. Oh, they, I think and one last thing, Golden State Warriors coach Steve Kerr, ahead of the um, the Dallas Mavericks game finals uh, last night, also spoke. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on H.R. 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it. 
to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. Steve Kerr is right. I just I still don't see how you legislate hate, though. But, you know, wherever there's a bunch of people, wherever there's a place where folks congregate, I feel like there needs to be armed security and metal detectors. Like, all public venues need to have armed security and metal detectors because it feels like these evil cowards seem to be running up in places yeah. where they know humans are the most vulnerable. And then they'll say, well, where do we get the money from? How do we just give 40, what, million, billion dollars to send to Ukraine? Or it is bond. Where, where, do we, where do we get the money yeah. to do that? How do we send all this money to all these other nations? I'm sure this country can afford metal detectors and, you know, uh, armed security at well, metal, metal detectors, I don't think, would have did as much, but definitely armed security at these big places, at these airports, at these malls. We got them at the airports. Or malls, malls schools, schools, churches now. Churches. Any place where folks congregate, where large crowds congregate, there, there and should 90% be And 90% of the students at that school were Hispanic. They said 81% were hmm. lower income. One woman, Angel Garza, was looking for her her child, a Marie Jo, and she finally did confirm. Thank you, everyone, for the prayers and help trying to find my baby. She's been found. My little love is now flying high with the angels above. Please don't take a second for granted. Hug your family. Tell them you love them. Yeah, I don't care what those kids were. They were human. They were human and they were kids, you know? And there's nothing that makes you feel more helpless than this as a a parent because I just don't know what a safe space is anymore. There is no safe space. That is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm Dallin. I'm Dallin. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm Dallin. I'm calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Robo. Keith Forte is my real. What's Robo, up, what's up, King? Fam, this is devastating. Uh, this this issue with uh, this violence with these guns, man. I'm a retired mm-hmm. lieutenant from police here in New York. Andy, I know you got family that's that retired from the job. Uh, our biggest problem with why there's disrespect with these guns is that we got politicians who just don't care. Black folks need to stop thinking that you know, Democrats are, are, are really our friends. I'm not a Republican. I'm a Democrat. But we got to hold these politicians accountable. Yeah. I, I, but, you know, I, I, I agree. I, the gun issue is interesting to me, man, because, you know, I do feel like, you know, you do have to have some type of regulation on guns and, you know, who, who has access to them. But I just don't think you can legislate hate, bro, because the, the triggers of these guns don't pull themselves. But the problem there, though, Tony, real talk, is that they are regulated because they, they're, they're against sensible gun control. Everyone thinks that they need to own a gun or they need to. The Second Amendment talks about uh, possession of assault weapons. They don't. You know, they, this young man who's 18 years old, you got parents buying their kids guns. Man. Oh, no, I agree, I agree with you AI, on that. And an AR-15. Like, who needs an AR-15? No, I, listen, I, I agree with you that there needs to be some type of gun control, but I'm just saying I don't see how you legislate Hate. But but you, you know what, brother? Let me ask you a question, right? And, and, and you know, and, and we appreciate you all the service that you did. When it comes to gun laws, you look at a lot of these nations that I travel to when I'm DJing, it, and you see that the police don't have guns and guns are banned. Do you think that will work better? Because we had a point right now. It's like 
you know, I'm I'm a grown ass man and I feel like I need a gun and I have a couple of them at my house. And then when I when I go out of town, I'm allowed to carry and I do carry because the bad guys have guns and I want to protect myself. I want to make it home to my, my wife and my family every day. I, I posted something on Facebook when they were talking about like, the shootings and the people all the time. I used to always say you really don't it because all these un, all these guns out here, everyone who, who um, possesses a firearm, they don't even go to they don't even go to shooting ranges. I heard you talk about you and your wife go to shooting ranges yep. and be fine. But the average cat, even I'm, I'm talking about these so-called you know heroes out here you know, who are strapped, walking around the street, just shooting up the block. Why don't you just go to the range, get control of this gun? I tell you, you know how to how to how to how to live out here in the streets because you got to do what you got to do. But if you're out here just busting shots and you're killing nine-year-old kids, you know, babies sitting in the car seats, this is ridiculous. Oh, I agree with all of that. Yeah, I, I agree. I and, agree with and, you, you know, on that. And, and I agree with with. with what Angela E said about the AR-15s, I don't feel like, you know, civilians need, you know, those type of weapons. But I will say this, too. I mean, now they got all types of contraptions where they could have a handgun that 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 has a 30 clip on it with a barrel on it. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Listen, every conversation we're having about guns, you're right. You, but once again, how do you legislate hate? How do you legislate what's in a person's heart? Like, you know how evil you got to be to say, I'm going to go to this grocery store and shoot it up and kill all of these black people. I'm going to go to this church and kill all of these Asian people. I'm going to go kill all of these kids. Like, that's something in a person's heart that you can't legislate. No, you're right. But how do you stop it? How do you slow it I down? I don't know. You can't because the, hey, evil is just evil. That's but how do you I don't slow know. that ish down? I don't know. I really don't. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, good morning. This is Ryan from Firehouse and Brushes. How you what guys up, doing? Ryan? What's up, Ryan? Get it off your chest, brother. Um, I got a couple points I want to make about all this stuff that's going on. Yes, sir. One, I used to work at a high school in Newark, New Jersey, where all the students coming in, they had to get checked for weapons. There was a cop that worked there in the school, and the security guards were on point. But I felt safe there. So now I'm working at a at a high school in New Jersey in this nice suburb, and I'm always wondering these kids aren't getting checked when they come into the building. You know how safe am I here? That's right. The second point I want to make is um the whole thing with the gun laws. If that young man had to wait until he was 18 to get his his rifle or whatever. What makes him not less likely to go out and kill someone? So could you guys explain to me how changing the gun law are going to make people not go out and kill people? Brother, I feel you. And that's what makes you feel so helpless in these situations is because we know we can create legislation to slow down the access to guns, but you can't legislate what's in somebody's heart. But let me ask you a question. Do you think do you think an 18-year-old should be able to, to purchase a high-powered rifle like that? I mean, because they're not allowed to get a handgun. But, I mean, you can get an AR-15 or one of these shotguns that can hold 10 slugs in it that, you know, at an 18-year-old kid, they could just start firing away. I, I think that there should be some kind of limitation. Like, if you want to get a rifle to go hunting, that's one thing. But you don't need a high-powered shotgun if you're 18. I mean, I, you can't even I drink agree. alcohol at 18. I, I agree. I, I don't think. I mean, I honestly don't think you need a high-powered weapon at all. You know what I mean? Like you said, maybe if you want to go hunting, but... I mean, 
And question, when you buy these weapons, like when you go make these purchases, mm-hmm. do you get put into a registry? I don't know. Like, shouldn't you, like if I go buy an AR-15 right now, shouldn't I automatically I get put on some list, some watch list or something like that? Uh, I don't think you do, but I mean, the, the crazy part is, is is once you're 18, you could buy a high-power rifle. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, a handgun when you have to be 21, but they do a background check when you do a license and it takes a day, but if you go from somebody that's not a licensed person buying it, there's no background check. Some of these gun shows, there's no background check, and some of these people, when you buy things online, there's no background check. That's the Senate, that's the bill that they've been trying to pass that they've been having difficulties passing. <clears throat> but I yeah, I think I even think to get a license, matter. you have to, you know, you take the classes, you take the road test, you do all of those things, but do you have to do that to get a gun? No. If you want to, if you want to conceal no a license, you do have to take a class. I had to take a class for my conceal. No type of evaluation, that, no. nothing, just a background check. I I, I I agree and I agree with all these gun conversations. I'm not opposed to any of them, but man, it still feels like we're not dealing with the root of the issue, and that is what is in somebody's heart. Like, what's what's the hate that drives somebody to do this type of mass murder? Yeah, but but how do you change that? I don't. As I'm saying, I don't know how you legislate what's like, in somebody's heart. Like, I really that's not, and that's what makes you feel helpless. Some people just hate, like the dude that did the thing in Buffalo. In Buffalo, like, he, he hated, hated black, black people. people. That's it. How or do the, you change that? And the, the, the people, uh, the guy that did the shooting in the church in Cali, that that's kind of under the radar. People aren't talking about. It. He did that because those were Asian people. Right. Like, I don't know how. Where you, does that hate come from? I, bro, you, you, your guess is as good as mine. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way, ye. All right, and let's talk about Sherry Shepard. As you know, she is going to be replacing the same slot as the Wendy Williams show. Well, we do have the trailer for her new daytime talk show. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Take control of a safer home with Kidda's new smoke and carbon monoxide alarm with smart features. A smart alarm that provides continuous 10-year detection of smoke and carbon monoxide and real-time notifications through Kidda Home Safe and the Kidda app. Shop now exclusively at the Home Depot. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Sherry Shepard has released the trailer for her new daytime talk show. That daytime talk show will be on in place of the Wendy Williams show. It's a comedic take on entertainment and pop culture. Here is that trailer. Hi, it's Sherry, and I'm here at the first photo shoot for my new talk show. It is my lifelong dream to have my own show, and it's finally happening. I am so excited to welcome you to the official kickoff. This is my time. So I want you to join me for every step of this journey I'm taking you on behind the scenes. You guys are still following me? Hi. On the road, in the studio, rehearsals, interviews, and so much more. See it all come together. Follow Sherry Show TV on all your social media and subscribe on YouTube. You'll be the first to know where the show will be airing in your area and how to get tickets. Tell everybody, because this September, it's time for Sherry. Drop on the clues bonds with Sherry Shepard. I'm happy for Sherry Shepard. Damn. Let's let's support Sherry Shepard while Sherry Shepard show as a family. Absolutely. And I'm sure she'll be on the Breakfast Club to talk about it soon. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure.
Now, the Ellen DeGeneres show, in the meantime, 19 seasons is coming to an end uh, this week. And Oprah actually paid a visit yesterday. And here is what she had to say as she reminisced about her own time when her show came to an end. And I said to everybody, I know what this feels like with only a couple of days left. Yeah. And, and just was really applauding your team for making this show what it's been for 19 years. Isn't it? Years. Yeah. Because obviously you're the face out front, but it's everybody back there yep. that actually makes it work. They know how much I love them, and, and we're all feeling emotional because we have, after this, two more shows. Uh, do you remember your feelings exactly yeah. the last well, week? Well, I guess I'm tearing up because seeing your staff actually triggered me for what it feels like when you have all of these people who have become your family. For, you know, hundreds of people yeah. who are all supporting you yeah. and helping you be as great as you are. All right. Well, 19 seasons. That is an amazing run to have. So she was. She has two more shows that they're doing. Yeah, they're wrapping up this week. This week. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if Friday's the last day or what. But yeah, that was just from yesterday with Oprah. Okay. All right. Now, Mary J. Blige, you know, she's been getting a lot of accolades, well-deserved. Yes. And one of them, most recently we talked about, was being on Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People in 2022. She made that annual list, and here's what she had to say about how she views herself being more important than being cocky. I don't want to be cocky, but if I wanted to, I could. I've earned the right. I'm doing the work mentally, spiritually, physically, intellectually. What you say about you is more important than what other people say about you. What means something to me is speaking beauty over my life. Up on the clues, bonds from Mary J. Blige. You damn right you can be cocky, Mary. Mary can say whatever she wants. With her good morning, gorgeous single, by the way. Mary well deserves. I love you. I got you. I need you. Mary is a walking memorial. Mary Absolutely. is a godsend. You know how many people Mary J. Blige has gotten through? Do you know whenever I have, like, you know, bouts of depression, sadness? When I throw on Mary J. Blige, Be Happy, or uh, Mary J. Blige, the, the My Life, the title track from the My Life album, please, instant mood changer. Can you put up Be Happy Now, please? I think the world needs that right now. Could be Happy continue would on, be an amazing, amazing record to play after this rumor report. Okay, hey, yeah. All right, now Los Angeles Clippers guard Norman Powell shared a video of himself getting harassed while he was at the gym in Vegas yesterday. And here's what happened. You're not American. How am I not American? How are we not American? I was, I was born and raised here. I, my family. My descendants is from Africa, yes. My family. But I am American. I was born Mayflower, here. And I was a slave. Mm, how were you a slave? My what made you a slave? Because I was black and my last name's Howard. You were black? Yes. You got Revitiligo? You like Uncle Ruckus? I like the blues. What does that have to do with anything? Music? What does our music have to do with it? Oh, we, we already we already called the police. Oh, you're on live. You're on Instagram live right now. You know that I come from a family yeah. of gamblers. That's cool. My grandfather. That has nothing to do with what you're talking about right now. That has nothing to do with what you're talking about. Literally nothing to do. Literally nothing to do. I do not care. And that is the problem with America. Uh, you cannot legislate what is in somebody's heart. And the reason a lot of these mm -mm. things keep happening is because we haven't dealt with the root of all our issues, and that is the hate that some people hold for others in their hearts in this country. You can't legislate that. No. Nothing you can do to change her, change her mind. Nothing. No. She learned that from her well, family. she did end up getting arrested. All right, and that is your report. Really? What was the charge? Probably harassment. Um, I mean, he just... 
Yeah, she just kept harassing him. She was handcuffed. I don't know what the charge was, but the mm. police did take her away. They do have video of that, too. Um, and they said she immediately started playing the victim of once course. she was apprehended by the authorities. Of course she did. Because she can't believe that they put her in handcuffs in this country that was designed for people like her to be able to express those kind of sentiments and those kind of emotions and not reap any consequences for it. Yeah. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Oh, we are going to talk about Uvalde and the Rob Elementary uh, School shooting that happened yesterday. Really uh, difficult and sad to talk about, but something that we must discuss. All right. We were trying to get happy up, but of course, the computer is slow. And Lord have mercy. Is that a sign? We couldn't pull it up. Is that a sign for us to feel our feels? I was trying to stretch maybe, it a little maybe, bit. Maybe, it's, maybe that's a sign to feel our feels, and maybe this is a morning that we are not supposed to be happy. This is a morning we are supposed to express whatever real, raw emotion that we all are feeling as a collective right now. Maybe I, that's what that means. I just wanted to be happy, though. Yeah, it, all is, right. a, it is a choice. All right, well. But you can't ignore, you know, the realities of the world. Because at the end of the day, you're a parent. And right. you're feeling the same anxiety that myself and other parents are feeling all around the country right now. And not just anxiety of being a parent, just being a human being trying to survive. But I'm happy with it put me in just a, a little bit of a better mood. Yeah, I'll give you a hug. From the front or back? Both. Oh, boy. I'm just kidding. I don't need a, I don't need a hug. No, I don't need a hug. Oh, my goodness. No! No, uh, all right, give me, hug, give, me hug. give me a 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 hug. Turn around. All right. Give me a hug. All right. All right. That is not weird. Why that got to be weird, Eddie? You shouldn't say that's weird. There's nothing weird about that. I just hugged my brother because we all feeling away this morning. He ain't had to hug me from the back, though. I feel like I did. And I enjoyed it. You did feel like you did. Now I feel a little better this morning. All right. Front page news is next. You didn't return the favor. Nope, <laughs> I did not hug you from the back. I passed. Yes. Mr. Breakfast Club, good morning. WWPR FMHD1 New York. And our heart radio station. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. After front page news, we'll be taking your calls. We just love to hear from you, man. Just just your concerns, how you feel out there today. Yeah, just vent, man. Feel just your vent. feels. You know what I mean? Like, this is a platform for you to express yourself. We always say the Breakfast Club is... Absolutely that. It's a club. You know, this this mm -hmm. is y'all platform just as much as it is ours, man. So, you know, if you just want to vent, you just want to say some things, whatever it is, feel free to call us after front page news. All right. Well, let's go. Where are we starting? Well, we are going to be talking about Uvalde, Texas. And again, we are praying for all of the families and for everybody uh, who knew anyone who was shot, killed. Um, in this shooting, 19 children and two adults were killed in a mass shooting. This is now the second deadliest school shooting in the United States. Mm. The 18-year-old shooter was identified by officials as Salvador Ramos. He was shot and killed by responding law enforcement. He did arrive at Robb Elementary School. He had a long rifle. He also was wearing body armor. And that school, by the way, has uh, second through fourth graders, 535 students. So now, hours after the shooting, they said parents were desperately waiting to find out if their kids had survived. Uh, some told CNN mm, that they had mm, to give mm, their mm. DNA in order to help identify the victims. Now, before Salvador Ramos arrived at that school, he shot his grandmother Tuesday morning, and police had been called to her home 
what they did say at first, they said she had been killed, but now they are saying she is in critical condition. Hmm. Police then re- received another report. That report was at about 11.30 a.m. They said a vehicle had crashed into a ditch near the elementary school. Police believe that he was driving that vehicle, and that's uh, the vehicle that was inside of that ditch. After that, Ramos then exited the vehicle. He had a rifle. He had on a bulletproof vest. He was engaged by a police officer who works at the school. After that, he was engaged by two other officers from the police department in Uvalde. They were not able to stop him. So they asked for assistance from a tactical agency. That agency did come in, and they then did bring the suspect down. So they don't know how he managed to get past the officers and open fire in several classrooms. And the cause of the crash also remains unclear. But members of the community did gather for a prayer vigil in the wake of that mass shooting Rob Elementary School. Here is what one student, Jordan, had to say about the shooting. We just hear all kinds of gunshots going off like nonstop, like constantly gunshots. And the world here all scared on the ground, fearing for our lives. Hmm. All right, also Joe Biden spoke it afterwards and here's what he had to say. Another massacre, Uvalde, Texas, an elementary school. Beautiful, innocent, second, third, fourth graders. And how many scores of little children who witnessed what happened, see their friends die, as if they're on a battlefield, for God's sake. They'll live with it the rest of their lives. Parents will never be the same. To lose a child is like having a piece of your soul ripped away. There's a hollowness in your chest. You feel like you're being sucked into it mm. and never going to be able to get out. Suffocating. And it's never quite the same. You know, one thing that's so, one thing that's so triggering about this situation, because it's, it's several, is that, you know, you think about self-preservation and you think about being an adult and, you know, somebody walks in the room with a gun, you know, you automatically, you know, panic and you try to, you know, protect yourself. Yo, imagine being a teacher in that situation. And this guy walks in and you automatically, your self-preservation kicks in, but you don't know whether to protect yourself or protect the kids. And you think about all of these young kids who've never been in a situation yeah. like this. They don't even understand what what is happening. Think about how you have a three-year-old, four-year-old, uh, you know, at the house and, you know, or somebody in elementary school and they hear a loud noise and how they react to that. So imagine them reacting to gunshots. What are they supposed to do in that moment? Bro, but think about it like this. You just seen him pretty much shoot his way through Come the police on, officers that were there. So you know the police officers didn't have enough artillery to stop him at that point because he had body armor. The police didn't have body armor on. He had a high-powered rifle. So now he they, they shoot through the police officers. What do you do as a teacher, as students? You just sit there and just just wait and pray. There's nothing that makes. Now, one of Ramos's former classmates, he did not want to be identified. He told uh, CNN that Ramos recently sent him a photo showing an AR-15, a backpack with rounds of ammunition, and several gun magazines. He said, "I was like, bro, why do you have this?" And he was like, "Don't worry about it." He proceeded to text me, "I look very different now. You wouldn't recognize me." And they said he also had stopped attending school regularly. He worked at a local Wendy's and kept to himself mostly. And here is Democratic uh, Senator Chris Murphy from Connecticut. He had made it his mission to end gun violence after the 2012 massacre at Sandy Hook Elementary School in his home state. And here is what he had to say: "Our kids are living in fear." every single time they set foot in a classroom because they think they're going to be next. What are we doing? Why do you spend all this time running for the United States Senate? Why do you go through all the hassle of getting this job, of putting yourself in a position of authority? If your answer is that as this slaughter increases, as our kids run for their lives, we do nothing. These kids weren't unlucky. 
Nowhere else do parents have to talk to their kids, as I have had to do, about why they got locked into a bathroom and told to be quiet for five minutes just in case a bad man entered that building. Nowhere else does that happen except here in the United States of America. And it is a choice. It is our choice to let it continue. What are we doing? He's absolutely right. But it's not just kids. It's all of us. Because we see it happen in grocery stores. We see it happen in churches, elementary schools. And I know it's easy to turn the conversation to guns, and we definitely need some type of gun control in this country, but the triggers of these guns do not pull themselves. The reason these situations make us feel so helpless is because we know that we can't legislate what is in somebody's heart. We are all relying on each other to keep each other safe. So much of our safety is based on the behaviors of others, and there's nothing we can do about the hate some people in this country have for other people. I agree. And and let's open up the phone lines. I'll be honest, bro. I'm tired, tired of the speeches. I'm tired of hearing the same thing over and over and the speeches from the president and the speeches from the vice president and the speeches from all these different people where nothing has ever changed. Yeah. In the past, well, how long we've been doing this Breakfast Club thing? Over 10 years? 12 years. We've been hearing these speeches, and have we seen one change? Have we seen one thing put into place that we're going to change this? We're going to try this? We're going to do this? No. No, we talk about it, and then a week later, we talk about the NBA uh, playoffs again. A week later. And the then, next out. Yeah, and then and then what happens? And then we, uh, a month from now, uh, something like this happens again, and then what What do we get? Another speech. That's right. And from the look, president, from and, the vice president. I don't, I'm tired of your damn speech. And I don't want to hear about race. And it's also on people, and, and we all have our own responsibilities, too. If there's ways that we can also do things to combat whatever and to organize and and do whatever we can because i know a lot of times people spring into action when it affects them personally too but let's not wait for that everybody can participate i agree with all of that but i'm gonna ask y'all one simple question once again yes how do you legislate what is in somebody's heart like how do you get to the root of the hate that some people just possess for other people in this country. And by the way, don't think it can't happen to no, you. It can. We just saw a bunch of elderly black people get killed in Buffalo. We saw a bunch Grocery of shopping. Asian Americans get killed in the church shooting. We saw a bunch of kids mm-hmm. get killed yesterday. Like, this, none of us are special. We yeah. all go to the grocery store. We all go to places of worship. Our kids go to school. Like, there should be nothing that makes you feel more helpless uh, than, than, than this situation that we're dealing with right now. Well, let's open up the phone lines. Talk to us, Vent. Tell us your concerns, how you feel. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code BREAKFAST. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than 8 assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code BREAKFAST. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code BREAKFAST. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. 
For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. Where the road leads you and even where the off-road makes a way to. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination the journey itself, or both. Your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect to your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at Nissan US. USA.com. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. The Breakfast Club. I know in there, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800 585 1051. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're just taking your calls. I mean, we've all been talking about the shooting that happened in Texas, and we just wanted to open the phone line. Just talking, man. We're just talking. You know, I, I, don't, I don't have any answers. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people keep acting like they, you know, have answers. But, you know, let's just let's just talk about it. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Peace, Good morning. Ashley. Where are you calling from? Uh, Fort Myers, Florida. Okay, talk to us, Mama. Uh, I just have a feeling that, like, doing mental health evaluations on these people before they're allowed to have gun cards or purchase guns would help us assess what, you know, what their mental health state is as far as what they could possibly do when they are, are access to that gun. And I also feel like looking at people's social media to see if they've been posting disturbing things, I think that mad like, Look through all of that. Yeah, I think social media is actually uh, probably maybe just m- more important. And I'll tell you why. You know, you you may can figure out if somebody has mental health issues or not by doing mental you know health background checks. But, man, you cannot measure evil. And I think that we often leave evil out of the equation. Some of these people are just pure evil. Yeah, I definitely agree. The problem with social media is so many people have their accounts private, so it's a lot. It's sometimes hard for us to do that. But if we assess their family history and background, then we have a lot of more understanding of where that could possibly lead. That's just my opinion. That's true. I agree. And uh, I think both. I think both. I think let's take a look at everything. All right. Thank you, Mama. Yeah, yeah, so there's so many people that are 18 that don't have criminal backgrounds. If we look at some of the mass murders at 18 years old, of course, they didn't have a criminal background yet. That's when right. When they hit 2021, it might be different. All That's right. right. Well, thank you, Ashley. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Derek from St. Augustine. From where? Say it again. St. Augustine. Oh. St. Augustine. What's up, brother? Talk to us. I feel like, man, if they were to make this, you know, I'm all against the death penalty, man, but if they were to make it a law, far as any hate crime, far as toward children, race, anything, is automatically a death penalty. I think we'll have less of this going on, man. I had uh one of my one of my good friends yesterday told me that he 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 wishes that we did public executions when stuff like this happened. That's what he said. He said he he, he, said, he said he said he said he would. If you think about that man that did that shooting, bro, and how they carried him, my only thing they didn't do when they was arresting that man is wipe the sweat off his head, man. Dang. If he knew he was gonna hit the death penalty, he wouldn't even uh, laugh like that, bro. I don't know if this guy was scared to die. It felt like a suicide mission going in there like that. I think you talking about the guy from Buffalo. You talking about right? Yeah, I know, yeah, but I'm talking about this Buffalo. particular. But with this one, I yeah, he... I don't know that people that do things like that. Think that they'll live through. He automatically knew it was a suicide mission. One thing I know nobody play about is the children. So he automatically was a suicide mission. But I feel like the guy in Buffalo, if he knew his, his life was going to be touching like the people lives he took, he wouldn't even did it like that. All right. Mm. Thank you, brother. Hello. Who's this? Uh, Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Talk to us this morning. Um, I just, my thing was, is why didn't the friend say something? I think the guy was trying to reach out. You don't just send somebody a picture and then be like, don't worry about it. And those types of things are, you could prevent it. We have been like trained or like ingrained in our upbringings is if if you see something, that's not our business. And we got to get past that and Mm -hmm. look for these key or not keys, like, you know, uh, <laughs> signs. Signs. Yeah, signs. signs. I, I will say this, though. I mean, it, it, and this is going to be sad, but, you know, a 
lot of times in these different areas, especially in Texas, kids with guns, 18-year-olds, is kind of normal. He didn't make a, a, a threat. He didn't say he was going to shoot up a school. Yeah. He didn't say none of those things. I'm sure if that girl felt that or knew that, she would have called immediately. You know, so it's, yeah. I, I wouldn't blame it on that girl, true. but I would definitely say that. No, 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 I don't blame it on them. I'm just saying just in general, that is something like we got to look for those signs and stuff, especially when it's somebody you know that it's been picked on throughout school because they said that like, the kids have been picked on. And we, that's, whenever you hear about this stuff, it's been somebody who, who's been gone through stuff you know, through their childhood, and now they're just taking it out on everybody else. So we've got to look for those signs for, um, you know, this type of thing. Yeah. Well, well thank you, Mama. You guys have a great day. You, you too. have a safe day, too. All right. Well, call us up, 800-585-1051. Uh, I'm just in, I, I need to hear some positivity this morning. Can, can we play? Uh, what happened to Mary J. Blige to be happy? You want, you want to play Mary? Yes, I want to hear Mary J. Blige be happy. Don't nobody... You know, make me feel better than Mary J. Blige would be happy. Nobody? Man, shut up. All right, okay, well, let's play so Mary J. Be happy. The it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Mary J. Blige would be happy. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're just taking your calls this morning. We're just allowing you to call and, and just talk. Of course, the, the shooting that happened in Texas. A lot of people are calling. A lot of people are affected. And we just want to hear from you guys. Hello, who's this? This is JJ from San Antonio. What's up, JJ? Talk to us, brother. Hey, man. Uh, I'm, my heart's heavy this morning. Listening to y'all, but Charlemagne. Yes, sir. You said we can't legislate. You said we can't legislate hate. Yes, sir. Fact, but we can sure make sure it's tough to act on that hate, man. We can sure make sure it's tough for these people to Absolutely. procure this artillery to murder our kids. We got to make it nearly impossible to do that. Man, every time I listen to the story, my heart breaks even more. He mm. shot through numerous police officers. So it, it didn't matter what they tried to do. He had the artillery to get past them. Yeah, he had he the body armor. He had the AR-15. He, he had, had the, the long rifle. You, you're absolutely right. And and that, and that's, and that yeah. goes back to, you know, should civilians be able to have those type of long long, exactly. long rifles and, and body armor? It's, it's you know what I mean? Be, it, it's got to be impossible. We have to make it impossible for that to happen. There's no need for weapons of war to be at the hands of the masses. Look, I mean, we just can't sit there and say we can't legislate. Hey, that means we're giving up. No, we're I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think we're giving up, my brother. I just feel like, man, this country still hasn't dealt with the root of all of our issues, and that is just the hate that some people hold for others. Like we don't even. We, we're afraid to even have real conversations about white supremacy and systemic racism. Like you got to go back, man. You know to when we first got to this country and how violence, this country was built on violence. This country was built on blood. And we, we, we can't even have those conversations anymore. They don't even want to talk about critical race theory in schools. Like, we're not even getting to the root of the real issues in this country. Hello, who's this? Andrew. Hey, Andrew, good morning. Good morning. Uh, talk to us, brother. All right, um, I feel like uh, mental health uh should be on commercials everywhere, uh, mental health resources uh, to allow people to kind of get the help they need before uh, something like that kind of happens, in my opinion. I agree with you wholeheartedly, man. You know, um, that's what I mean when I talk about that's another aspect of, you know, the, the hate that exists in people's heart because some of these people are just in pain and they project that pain yeah. on other people, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um and especially as being a a, a male, um, so they don't they don't allow us to kind of 
express ourselves in a sense. Uh, something like that should never happen. I'm not making any excuses. It's, it's devastating. I got two kids of my own. I'm kind of broken up about it. but I'm with you, brother. Yeah, need to, yeah. This is a nuanced conversation. This isn't like... You know, one thing that can solve no, nothing, this, not this issue is too, it's too much of a complicated issue. So I, I, to, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, but, you know, I, I sit there and, you know, and like I said earlier, I'm, I'm tired of the speeches. But it's like as parents, you know, if you have kids, what do you do? You know, man, H- how do you protect? You know, my anxiety, man. like I said, you know, my, my kids schools have cameras. so I'm always looking at the cameras. But what does that do? Like, how can I get there? How, I'm not Superman, but how do you protect? It's just there, there, there's it's nothing. That, but that's what that's there's nothing that makes you feel more helpless than this as a parent, because we try to keep our kids safe. We send them to safe spaces. School is supposed to be a safe space. Correct. You know what I mean? But then again, grocery stores are supposed to be a safe space. The church, places to worship are absolutely supposed to be a safe space. So it's like, where are we safe? You know, and, and you know, like, I, I, you know, I got real bad anxiety. And my therapist always says, think about all the times you thought something bad was going to happen. But how many times did it actually happen? And you know what the craziest part is? You know, when, you know, when I felt the safest when during the pandemic, when nobody could leave the house. Yes, but that's not reality. That is not reality. That's, but, that's but, not reality. But, you know, it's the safest because you, you got your family and your kids there. But, you know, it's... But, it's, but hold, let me finish my thought because, you know, I don't want people to think... I, it's like, you know, my therapist always says, think about all the times you thought something bad was going to happen, but how many times did something actually happen? Mm-hmm. That works in most cases, but not when it comes to stuff like this. No. Because... We're not special. We go to the grocery store. Right. We go to places of worship. We Our kids go to school. We're just out and about around people all the time. And we got to rely on other humans' behavior to stay safe. That's the most unpredictable thing on this planet, bro. Like, yeah, no. Right. How can I not have anxiety? Well, How? We'll, we'll take some more calls. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We gonna be all right. Hello, who's this? Hi, how you doing? This is Craig from Brooklyn. What's up, brother? Talk to us. What's so listen, I really, I really feel like the conversation is going in the wrong direction. Um, I feel like we have, we have decided that the answer is gun laws. And we don't know for sure that that is the, the exact answer. Now, when you think about it, violence has been committed uh, with use of a car. Let's just say there's been violence. Um, people who ran into protesters with a car and killed a bunch of people. But we haven't talked about banning cars or made it inconvenient for citizens to buy cars. I do believe that there's a solution, but it does not involve um, limiting or making it inconvenient to citizens, especially black people in America, to arm themselves. I think that is the What's the, that I, is a, a, a pitfall. Wait, that I'd like to hear your solution. So you, What's your solution, yeah, brother? Yeah, so you don't believe it you don't believe in gun control? That's not that's not what he's of, saying. No, I believe in I believe in sensible gun control, yes, but I'm not I'm not a okay. fan of you do, I'm not a fan of making it inconvenient for citizens to to, to arm for those of us who need to protect ourselves. Because you, you, you right, do, yeah. when you compare it to a, a getting a, a license, right, you do have to take a road test and you do have to take a written test. No, that's not what he's saying. Right. You, you said that if somebody uses a car to kill people, they're not talking about banning cars. Right. So what, right. what is your solution? Yes. You, but you do have to you, get a license. And also, even if, you take, even if you take all the guns off the table, like in some countries, right. they took all the guns off the table. They're going to find a way to kill people. They, there's another weapon that becomes the weapon of choice. That's right. But like, I, I think in London, they use a whole bunch of knives. Knives. Knives become the weapon of choice. So what's, what's, what's your solution? solution? What, be, what's your solution, though? We have to be more nuanced in our conversation here. 
We have to think about all the technology that is available that is not being utilized to help to help in our in our um quest for um gun safety. Now, like Charlemagne is saying, you cannot legislate away hate. You cannot you there is no solution for racism. Racism, there's no way you can end racism. You're not gonna end hate in the world. So what you have to do is make it inconvenient for someone to um to to, to, to basically act on their hate. You have to make it inconvenient, and we have to be more nuanced and think, like, what do we have at our disposal to make it inconvenient for these people to act on hate? We, we cannot just keep falling into the trap of saying, let's take guns away from everyone. I, but I will because say this, it's though. It's going to disproportionately affect black people. It's going to disproportionately affect minorities. It's going to take our ability right. away to arm I agree. ourselves. And we're not even armed as it is. But I, I will say this, though. When, when I look at... I, and this is just my opinion. This is Rashawn Casey, DJ Envy speaking. I don't feel like an 18-year-old kid should have the power to carry an AR-15 with, you know, clips that can have 19 bullets at a time when our own police don't have that same ammunition to protect the, the, the our society. I don't think that an 18-year-old kid should have the ability to buy these type of weapons. I'm with you. I don't think no. Fifteen is too much for. Yeah, I don't think nobody's debating that. And even if you shoot a deer with all those bullets, the deer is not gonna. You're not gonna be able to eat the meat. So there is no reason. I don't think that anybody is saying that take away guns from everybody, but I do feel like there needs to be. Yes, I don't think it should be super convenient and easy to obtain a gun. Man, I'm gonna I tell y'all this. Should be right. some regulating. Hey, I'm gonna say this for the million time. The triggers of these guns don't pull themselves, and the reason these situations make us feel so helpless is because deep down in our hearts, we know we cannot legislate hate. Because and 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 and, right. what, and the other thing is. We move so fast. Like right now, everybody's talking about the kids. Yes, this is, yesterday was the kids. But a week ago, it was a bunch of elderly black men. Correct. I mean, elderly black people in a, in a grocery store. Then it was some Asian right. Americans the very next day in a church. But, now it's the kids. Right. But I, I, so I, it's a bigger it's conversation. It's not just 18-year-olds that's doing the shooting. So we can say, yes, we don't want an 18-year-old to own a gun. But... The other week, it wasn't an 18-year-old. Yeah, it was the, it was the 50-something-year-old uh, yeah, on the subway here in New York City. Right. Like, I mean, right. you, you're not going to be able to ban all weapons and all guns, but I just feel like there's, there's no reason to own an AR-15, a, a gun that you can buy a, a, a device online and be able to shoot rapid fire at people. I'm with I, you, I just don't, but we like, got we to gotta have... Because even if you say hunting, you go hunting. I, I've never been hunting. You went hunting, right? You're, you're from the South. If you shoot uh, any animal with that many shots, can you eat the meat? I'm with you. Nobody's against any of that. But it's more than just gun control. It's it's, it is. it's gun control. Well, it's mental stop. health. It's it's Correct. it's it's pr it's racism. Correct. Really, it's racism. A bunch of Asian Americans got shot in the church. Black people got shot in the grocery Correct. store. The black dude that shot people in the subway, he was shooting people because he didn't like. I don't. I can't even remember what race he didn't like. But no. it's like, how do you legislate what's in people's hearts? This is why things like critical race theory matter. Because we have to tell the truth about this country. Correct. We cannot heal what we don't reveal. We're afraid to even have these conversations Correct. about what the root of the problems are in this country. Everything we're discussing is is is, is a problem. Right. But we still got to get to the root of it. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Yeah, well, we'll talk about Young Thug. And lyrics from several of his songs are going to be used as evidence in court. We'll tell you which uh, tracks there. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, Class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination, the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect your phone. Along with assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every single one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow Black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. 
course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Talking about. All right. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Matter of fact, let's get to it now. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Caitlyn Jenner was on the Pivot podcast and she talked about a multitude of things. One thing that she discussed is the popularity of being a transgender. According to her point of view, here's what she had to say. There's so many things on YouTube on kids who have transitioned and people see this and it's become right now. This issue has become so big almost every day on the news. There's something about being trans. Mm -hmm. That kind of bothers me, to be honest with you, for this reason. Being trans is about that much of the population. It is such a small group of people that are actually trans or really suffering with gender dysphoria. And right now, because of the amount of publicity that it's getting, it's like everybody thinks they're trans, which is not the case. She right, but it's her place to say. It ain't mine, but I will say it's the highlighted. Uh, it's, it is the highlighted meal on the menu. So if you give people, you know, the option, especially kids, they probably will choose it for those reasons that she just said. I mean, I have no idea. I have no idea. I, um, I, I have I, no idea either. But I, I know one I thing. I couldn't tell you if that's true or not. I tell you one thing. You but, put you put Avengers on the menu. I'm going. I'm going to say I identify as an Avenger. I tell you that much. Okay. All right, now, in addition to that, Caitlyn Jenner also talked about living with Kanye West. Kimberly has been through a lot with the guys she's been with, you know, especially Kanye, a very complicated guy. I really like Kanye. I got along with him so well. Two of us did great together. And through when even when I transitioned, he was so on my side and, you know, loving it. But he was very difficult to live with. And Pete is 100, 180 degrees the other direction. I mean, first of all, he treats her so well. And when they were over here, Kim is so happy. And Kim deserves to be happy. Hey, keep talking like that. Kanye gonna want somebody fade. All right, he gonna pull up. Nah, I think he, maybe, he maybe Kanye's over. Maybe Kanye's... Man, you just said that, I don't know that Pete he's is over 180 it. in the other direction and Pete treats her so well. So how did Kanye treat her if it's 180 in the other direction? You got square up, Caitlin, from Kanye. Going to be some furniture right, now, moving at the next family gathering. I got Caitlyn. Let's talk about Bronx. Uh, some Bronx drill rappers have been named in a 65-count indictment, attempted murder, assault, weapons. This is all following the YSL case in Atlanta. Authorities in New York have handed down a massive set of charges, and uh, they are saying that they're going to be using some of the lyrics from these songs. Remember, that's been an ongoing issue. Did you said why? You said members in the Bronx. What did you say? Well, yeah, I'm talking about members. I said Bronx drill rappers have been named in a 65 count indictment. And that's all following the YSL case in Atlanta. Okay. Now authorities in New York are talking about doing something similar here. Oh, okay. Got it? Yep. All right. Now, additionally, a charge it, of punk. animal cruelty yep. was added to the list of counts in connection to a live stream. They said a pigeon reportedly flew in the frame and someone on camera said if they reached a certain number of views, they would kill it. And when that goal was met, the person beat the pigeon to death with a cane. 
I guess, on camera. So that's another charge that's been added in addition uh, to the 65 count indictment, including conspiracy to commit murder, attempted murder, attempted assault, criminal possession of a weapon and numerous other charges related to multiple shootings in and around the River Park Towers complex. Now let's take it over to Dang. Young Thug. Lyrics from several of his songs will be used as evidence in court. So, with their 56-count indictment, they're using several of uh, Young Thug's songs and lyrics from between 2016 and 2021. Uh, some of those songs that they are using, Young Thug, Anybody. I never killed anybody, but I got something to do with that body. I got this grease on my back, carry it like I'm moving the body. I told him to shoot a hundred rounds, like he trying to move it about it. It was like lemon in the morning, skip the school, that's a truancy about it. I made me some rats in the morning, I had me a pack by the morning. I had me some rats by the morning, I had a suspect by the morning. I got on a meat on the morning, the rats keep me up on the podium. I had a pack in my shoulder, you got a bitch if you're rolling. What, the also, part where he take said, it to trial. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Also, the song "Take It to Trial." Guess that first time for real. Yeah. First time you know I kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right back tonight, my dear. Trial. I done beat it twice. Say I'm on the seat. It like hey, it came and snatched me. I don't know. No point in asking. I was on bleeding. Stuck like a man. Bitch, I didn't have shoot at your mammy. Need to sit down if you can't stand me. I done sit down. I up my stomach. Take it to trial. Get an appeal. Take it to trial. Yeah, you can wag No back and forth. We don't turn wrestle. Pay for the cash. Get it just if we whack them. All right, hit me up. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Good. And one more I'm going to do um, for you guys. They're also talking about the song Ski and also the song Slatty. I got a bag. That ain't enough. My little free spleen. Yeah, they just tough. I killed this. Now I'm front of this mama. I go for a bruh. So it's in this gump. Now I kick my dick. That ain't no point. I front my fist. That ain't enough. Now now, I don't know if those are the types of lyrics you can use in court. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Those, sadly, those are just generic rap lyrics yes. in 2022. Now, there are plenty of people who actually detail the crimes yes. that they have committed on records. They detail, they detail the crimes they have committed in uh, interviews. If I'm a prosecutor, if I'm law enforcement, I totally understand why y'all use some of those. Not those, But though. not those that Thug just spit. And what do you say in ski? I be skiing in ski. I don't, even I, like, I don't even know. I don't, That's even, why I was like, I don't even like when you talk sometimes. That, uh, no, because I, 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 I didn't that hear anything in ski. Doing a dance. Yeah, yeah. everybody does a dance. And ski. Yeah, that just sounded wild. You don't ski when when the ski song comes. I don't be skiing and ski. I don't even know what skiing and ski means. What does skiing and ski means? Dance. Leave me alone. All right. I don't know what that means. All right. I'm old. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I know what that is. Yeah. That's called yeah. the ski. But you said you be skiing and ski. Skiing dance in the song ski. Oh, you meant skiing to get ski. That's what you meant. You meant to say, no, 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 word matter. You meant to say, I'm skiing to ski. Everybody knew what I knew about you. No, you said I'm skiing and ski. I'm not talking anymore. I just saw you swimming in a bat of, never mind. What? I'm just going to, I'm not going to tell you what I thought you, what I thought, it sounded like you were swimming. Nobody says ski. I couldn't tell. Like I'd be skiing and skiing. All on my face, all down my, all on my mouth. Down he did not neck. say all that. Yes, he did. What is he wrong? Pee on my back. Pee on your back. You know what he said. <laughs> what is? I don't. I don't know you. I, I'm scared to ask him who he's giving the donkey to. Yeah, I, I don't even know. Like, I don't what, know what who I'm giving my you? donkey to. Just leave me alone. Let me vent this morning, okay? But you did say you'd be skiing. I ski. said ski. Forget it. If you said skiing to ski, that's different. Forget it. You Forget said it. skiing in ski. Yeah, one little hug this morning. Oh, you're freaky. All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
WWPR FM HD1 New York. An iHeartRadio station. Let me put a little bit of the Breakfast Club up in your lifestyle. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. You are rock, 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 with the best. This is a miracle. There is no question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes, you are a donkey. The latest on that police killing of a black man. Now to new developments in the deadly spa shooting rampage. Uh, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And so we are in a state of emergency. Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. My wife is white. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. All right, Charlene, please tell me, why was I your donkey of the day? No, today's not an I, it's an us. Okay, donkey of the day for Wednesday, May 25th goes to America. The U.S., which I always thought was a great abbreviation for the United States because this is about us. And it's a simple question. Uh, what are we going to do? There's a meme going around, and the meme shows the cycle of how things are when it comes to these mass shootings. It starts... Uh, it says mass shooting, media extravaganza, thoughts and prayers, social media, gun debates. No one actually does anything back to normal. Look, I'm not about to act like I'm some expert on any of this. I'm just a tax paying American citizen, a parent, a husband, a human, just trying to survive on this planet like everyone else. And I tell you all all the time, we are relying on the most unpredictable thing in this world to keep us safe. And that's human behavior. As witnessed in Buffalo in Topps Grocery Store, as witnessed in uh, Geneva Presbyterian Church, as witnessed at Robb Elementary School in Texas, all it takes is one evil human having a bad day, one evil human on his worst behavior to not only murder other humans, but to murder millions of people, people's spirits. Okay. See, these tragedies take lives. They impact the families of these victims in unspeakable ways, ways that I could never understand. And I pray to God I never have to understand. But what I want to talk to us about, you know, us being the United States is a question Connecticut Senator Chris Murphy asked yesterday. And that question is, what are we doing? Okay, that meme I referenced earlier says after the social media gun debates, no one actually does anything. And why is that? I have my thoughts, but let's hear what uh, Senator Chris Murphy had to say yesterday. Our kids are living in fear every single time they set foot in the classroom because they think they're going to be next. What are we doing? Why do you spend all this time running for the United States Senate? Why do you go through all the hassle of getting this job, of putting yourself in a position of authority? If your answer is that as this slaughter increases, as our kids run for their lives, we do nothing. These kids weren't unlucky. Nowhere else do parents have to talk to their kids, as I have had to do, about why they got locked into a bathroom and told to be quiet for five minutes just in case a bad man entered that building. Nowhere else does that happen except here in the United States of America. And it is a choice. It is our choice to let it continue. What are we doing? What are we doing? Senator Chris Murphy is right. But I would say this. It's not just the kids living in fear. Um, it, it's all of us. Which bothers me spiritually because we should walk by faith, not by fear, but it's hard not to. But it's not just the kids. We just saw, you know, 10 adults, mostly elders, shot and killed in a grocery store in Buffalo. We saw Asian-Americans shot in the church, you know, just uh, when was it? A month ago? I can't remember now, but like a month ago, we saw the guy in the subway in New York. He shot a bunch of people. You know, I think he was targeting Asians. Look, man, I know it's easy to turn the conversation to guns, and we definitely need some type of gun control in this country. But the triggers of these guns don't pull themselves. 
Okay, the reason these situations make us feel so helpless is because we know that we can't legislate what is in somebody's heart. You can't legislate hate. We are all, like I said already, relying on each other to keep each other safe. So much of our safety is based on the behaviors of others, and there is nothing we can do about the hate, the prejudice, the bigotry, the evil some people in this country just have for other people. And that's why no one actually does anything because a lot of us simply don't know what there is to do. We haven't dealt with the root of all our issues and that is the hate that some of us hold for others in this country. This country, America, was built on bigotry. The system is designed to be what it is. It's designed to be as violent as it is. It's a system where people feel superior to others and since they feel superior to others, they feel like they can dictate whether you live or die. You know I deal with really bad anxiety. And one of my coping mechanisms when I have a panic attack is my therapist always tells me to think about all the th- all the times you thought something bad was going to happen, but how many times did something bad actually happen? That works in most cases. But when it comes to stuff like this, it doesn't work. Because I can't get my mind off these tragedies because this could happen to any of us. We're not special. Don't you think you're special? We go to the grocery store. I love going to Wegmans for no reason. We all go, we all go to our different places of worship. Our kids go to school. These are supposed to be safe spaces, but what happens when the safe spaces ain't safe no more? America, do we really understand the psychological impact this is having on us? This is impacting us in psychological ways that we don't even understand. This impacts how I parent. Like, I know that I'm depriving my kids of things that they should be doing, like field trips, like going to the mall with friends, any public outing. Right now, I'm really thinking about homeschooling my kids because I don't have any answers for the evil that exists within people. These tragedies are complex, okay? Uh, I feel like they're rooted in the violence that is American culture. There's, you know, racism involved in these conversations. There's gun control conversations to be had, mental health conversations to be had. But the reason we can't have any of them because nobody can simply put their agenda down for a second to simply be human. I don't care what political party you in. I don't care what your finances are like. You can be rich, poor. I don't care. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what your sexuality is. I don't care what you identify as. I don't care what your race is. If you don't think after these past couple of weeks, this can't happen to you or somebody you love, you're bugging. Nobody is safe. We've seen these things happen at country music festivals, churches, other places to worship, malls, schools. What white people, do you think you're safe? You think that someone isn't going to say white supremacists are killing folks, so let's get some get back? We all heard of the uh, first day, day, first day came poem, right? First they came for the socialists and, you know, I did not speak out because I wasn't a socialist and they came for the trade unionists and I didn't speak out because I wasn't a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jewish people and I didn't speak out because I wasn't Jewish. Then they came for me and there was no one left to speak for me. Yeah, that's what we are. Don't wait until it happens to you or someone you love and, you know, or, or someone you can relate to before you do something. But that helplessness, that helplessness that I feel this morning is simply because I don't know what there is for us to do because I don't see how you legislate hate. Maybe y'all got some answers because I don't have none. So until we figure it out, which won't be in this lifetime, please let Remy Ma give us, as in the United States, the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker, are you? Dumb. I truly feel like it's above us now. I, I just don't think this is a problem that will ever be solved in our lifetime. I'm not saying let's not try to solve mm-hmm. it. I just don't think it'll be solved in our lifetime. 
All right. Well, it has, it, 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 salute to my guy, uh, Jay Barnett, too, man. Um, he, he actually posted, he posted, whether it be through a racially motivated act of violence toward black people at a grocery store or fearing what may happen to your child at school, it has become mentally exhausting just to exist within our society. If that ain't accurate, I don't know what is. Well, we usually do ASCII here, so we'll, we'll, yeah, if you don't mind, we'll push ASCII back to tomorrow. That's no problem. All right, well, let's open up the phone lines. What, what do we want to talk to the people about now? Well, we're all mentally exhausted, and, you know, I did ask a question just now, man. Um, I, I don't see how you legislate hate. I don't see how you how you legislate evil. I really don't, but I would love to see if any of y'all got some answers for that question. So what's the question? How do you legislate hate? How do you legislate hate? All right. You can do all the gun control laws you want. You can do mental health background checks. We should do all of that. But how do you legislate hate? All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. 800-585-1051. It's the Brown. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, Class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination, the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect your phone. Along with assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every single one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at NissanUSA.com. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, 
a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbroke, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Fist Club, good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about uh, Charlamagne's donkey of the day. Well, yeah, I just, you know, I gave donkey of the day to America, man, because we're asking the same question again, you know, what, what are we going to do? And, you know, there's this meme going around, and the meme shows the cycle of how things are when it comes to these mass shootings, and it starts... By saying mass shooting, media extravaganza, thoughts and prayers, social media, gun debates, nobody actually does anything and back to normal. And, you know, I understand that, you know, all of those, those, those kids got killed in that elementary school yesterday. But this is something that should be impacting all of us because just last week it was a bunch of elderly people in the grocery store. And then it was the Asian Americans at the church literally the next day. Now it's the kids. So this is something that should be impacting all of us. And so I know we're having these conversations about gun control and mental health. And yes, we should be having all of those. And we should have mental health background checks for people that purchase guns. And we should make it harder for people to access guns. But I have one simple question. How do you legislate hate? I wake up in the morning and I decide I want to take you out just because of what your race is, because of what your gender is, your sexuality is, what you identify as. If I wake up in the morning and decide I just want to take you out because of that, what type of legislation can be created to, to dictate what is in a person's heart, to change what is in a person's heart? I, I don't I don't necessarily think you can. And that don't make you feel helpless? I mean, it is. I mean, but these are, you know, a lot of this is, is, is these are how a lot of these kids are raised. You know, I mean, they're, they're raised to hate people and a particular type of person. And then that hate is spewed to their children, which is spewed to their children and, and to their children. And it's a cycle that I don't, necessarily see it as stopping so you can't legislate hate yeah i've heard you people can say try to you know control or you know protect as much as you can from those people that do all the hate mm-hmm. but you can't legislate hate yeah our camera guy nick was like you know it starts in the home and i agree i've heard people say like you know when you see like the white supremacists in buffalo they was like yo his parents you know should have to deal with with some consequences because he had to learn that from somewhere right 
And that's not necessarily true, though. That's not ne- yeah, you're that's right. I mean, it could be yeah. Yeah, he was online. Online, yeah, you're people right. Online. Yeah. It could be mm-hmm. he was in school and yeah. going to the wrong kids and, and students at, at you know in school. Yeah, doesn't necessarily make the parents. The parents could be fine, and he could have went down his own lane and his own you know just been one of those kids. Yeah. And if we're talking about legislation, what about all of the senators and all the people in positions of power who have a history of being racist or saying racist things? They shouldn't even be in office. That's right. We we talk about all that. We need to legislate these legislators. We had a president that was halfway racist. You know what's the crazy? You know, you know, a president. It's funny. That was that, halfway racist. You're right, but it's funny that we're surprised about racist politicians in 2022 when racist politicians are what built this country. When when racist politicians are what built the con or wrote, wrote the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. Like this country was built by racists for racists. Right. We well, this country about, clearly has to change. And talk, that's especially when it comes to legislation, too. But guess what? But like said, people who are in positions of power, there has to be some type of rules or some type of standards that you have to have. If you're in office and you say or you do something racist, then what happens? You get to continue to be in office. Yeah. There's people who were there at the Capitol that day that aided in those things happening uh, and they're still in office and they're still there. Yeah, that's racist right. People put racist senators and presidents in office. So how do you change that? How do you legislate that when the racist people are putting the racist this, senators this, this, and the racist this, this people in Congress and the racist people as president? You're right. The system was designed by racists for racists. And I truly believe that this country was built on evil and it's going to fall on evil. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is... Your phone sounds a little foggy. Can, can you talk clearer into the phone, please? Yes. I'm, can you hear me now? Yes, way better. <laughs> Peace and blessings to y'all. My Peace, name Queen. is Erica Jones, and I am from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, please excuse me because I am at the level of festivity, if that is even a word. Um, I am a gun violence survivor. My daughter was murdered standing on the sidewalk, her oh. and her friend, mm. as her son I'm sat so in the sorry. car and had to duck down from bullets from an AK-47. Mm. Um, when it comes to gun violence, I'm so sick of hearing a president, a vice president, the congressman, I don't care if you're Democrat, liberal, conservative, any of them. It has hit us at rock bottom speed, and all you want to do is give us a freaking speech. I said the same thing. A, a speech. Mm-hmm. I work for an organization in St. Louis, Missouri called The Bridge. We have trained over 25,000, including kids, including my grandson, on what to do in case someone is shot as far as their injuries. We are the only organization grassrooted in the state that does that. Does that, Period. No, no other organizations, but y'all want to give money to Congress people when they come in office for forty thousand effing furniture voucher, and we got kids out here that are easily able to get to firearms, mm. and you want to give us a damn speech? We started getting kids killed. We just had a young woman and a young man killed or live. That was from St. Louis, Missouri. But mm. nobody, nobody is just, it's just, it's okay. It's okay. 
We got 19 babies. And guess what? I understand totally how these parents feel. I'm angry. I'm mad. I wish they come from behind these desks. Open up these programs for these kids. Stop acting like it's nothing. This is not no doggone gang, no doggone drug. This is not none of that. These kids are hopeless. Mm. They don't have no love. It starts within the household. It's trauma. It's trauma. Mm. Y'all, they wondering it's trauma. It's trauma. Everything is all triggered trauma. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Thank you for sharing your story, too. I appreciate y'all. Like I said, we are the only grassroots organization in St. Louis, Missouri, that's out here teaching these kids mm. how to save somebody's life before an ambulance gets there. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you a question. I, I, and I know you you guys are, are, are grassroots. How can people, you know, donate and help so you can continue the mission that you're doing? And you support. can go up mm-hmm. on www.thebrick.com. B-R-I-C dot org. The brick dot And a black doctor from Born Jewish walked away from walked away from her personal pronouns. He walked away from his job to start this clinic for the community and it's free. Thank it's you so free much. There you go. And you said the brick dot org. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. And we appreciate you and sorry for your loss again. I appreciate y'all and thank y'all for putting this out here because if we have more platforms where we can call in and do this, I think a lot of more people will understand our pain as survivors, how we feel along with the community being able to see that it is people like us that have to deal and wake up with this every day. So I appreciate y'all. God bless y'all. Love you. Love you, Queen. We appreciate you. We are covering you in love. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Five one. You know what are we going to do? And I keep referencing that meme that you know says it starts with a mass shooting, then it's media extravaganza, then thoughts and prayers, social media gun debates. Nobody actually does anything, and then we're back to normal. And you know, I'm just simply asking, what are we going to do? And I think the reason that question is so difficult for people, and I think the reason so many of us always feel so hopeless. In situations like this is because we know that we truly can't legislate hate. Right. No, so, I, yes. So, yes, it, it, we should have conversations about gun control and, you know, we should have conversations about, you know, mental health when it comes to things like this. But what about just that hate that somebody has in their heart yeah, for I mean, another individual? I mean, that's that's usually, you know, that usually starts in a household. I can't say that happens in every situation, but I don't know. In, in a lot of situations, it does. But, you know, I, I always wonder when, you know. When you look at social media, right, mm-hmm. they have all these algorithms, right? So if you promote something on social media, they can limit your posts because they want you to pay for ads. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered when you have people looking up certain things online, why is that not flagged? Like this young man, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm assuming he had to look up body a body armor. It's not like you could go to your local, you know, Lowe's or Home Depot and find body armor. So he had to look it up on his computer. You, you would think that whoever monitors this kind of stuff, right? would know, like, okay, who just bought body armor and why? Correct. Like, mm-hmm. he's not military. He's uh, a civilian. Why does he have Why does he need body so armor? It's, it's certain things like that. Or, or, you know, 
monitor the amount of 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 ammunition that somebody's purchasing and buying you know i'm and i'm just curious i could be wrong and i could it could be full of a crock full of ish but when i look at social media and i look how you know instagram has algorithms on certain things that i and I understand how we don't have it on you should be able to track these things is what you're absolutely saying. when people buy you know figure out how to buy you know create a bomb or, or make a bomb like these yeah. are things that you have to google <laughs> yeah, and they find out later. Oh, on his computer, he was he found, we found these materials where he looked it up. But how come we couldn't find it before? And listen, I want I want to I, I agree with everything that you just said, and I want I want to talk about the, like even the mental health aspect real quick, right? Mm-hmm. Like I totally believe, and I know that hurt people hurt people, and right. I, I know that people are in pain and they are projecting that pain on others. So you know, I'm always going to focus on therapy and focus on investing in your mental wealth. But man, something about these last two shootings—the one in Buffalo, you know, where a lot of those elderly black people got killed and you know, the, the watching these kids get, you know, shot in Texas, watching those, you know, Asians get shot in that church in California. Even though I know these people are dealing with me- mental and emotional pain, I can't dismiss just pure evil. Because mm. this just seems like premeditated, pure evil. These people had body armor. They, they targeted individuals. You know what I mean? Like, they knew what they were doing. So it's hard to just say, you know, that person's dealing with mental health issues. Bro, you do understand... And the, the what the twelve years we've been working here, I've heard you say that before. Yeah, and these shootings are different. No, these this, are different. These oh, absolutely, different. these are different. But we say that all the time, and they all hit different. And we care so much for the first couple of days, and then it just starts to just we forget about it, and then we just go on with our regular lives. Yes, that's why even with this one, everybody's talking about the kids, the kids. Yes, it's the kids, but bro, we've had a crazy past couple of weeks. This year has been a bunch of different mass shootings, so. It's not just us living in fear for our kids. We're living in fear for each other, everybody. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Robert from Jacksonville. Talk to us, brother. I don't really think you can legislate hate because like y'all was saying, it starts pretty much. You learn that from somewhere. Like no no child nobody is born racist. Nobody. You you learn that and you're taught that. But I think like as far as the schools are concerned, like I think personally that schools should be treated at this point now as like the courthouse. Like you're not coming in here unless you walk through these metal detectors and get your bag searched. Like it, it should be one way in. Like you have to come in this way, and it's sad that we have to do that. But like I think that you should treat schools like like an airport or like the courthouse. Like you have to come through the metal detectors and it should be for all schools. Like all public schools for the most part, you should have to go through a security check to even come in the building. And it should be security at the doors. Like you can't get in here unless you come past this checkpoint. That's right. You know, and I think like at, least, at my kids' school, I feel slightly safe because you have to go through two different barriers to even get like to in the school. Like you have to check in at the front door and once you check in at the front door, you have to sign in and then get buzzed in. It's like it's the whole process to even get in my kids' school. So, but yeah, but you know what? When like, you when you have a gun, and 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 this is the whole thing. And you, like you said, you got kids, and I got kids too. So when we drop our kids off in the morning. Those that door is open as those kids come in, and when those kids leave in the afternoon, that door is open when them kids come out, and there was police there. So it wasn't like there was no police there, and the dude just walked in and the shooting was there. The dude overpowered the police, and he overpowered those those locks and all that. None of that stuff mattered at that time. When that man had body armor on, AR-15s, and and all those types of bullets, none of that stuff mattered. Think about it. There was three police officers there that he got through. So that all all that stuff, all that thing, yes, it's a preventative me- measure. But if somebody wants to get through, 
they can get through like this like this 18 year old kid did you you're absolutely right you're absolutely right so what do you do what what do you do and that's what we don't know brother that's the question we asking this morning man i think like if you really think about it like they don't mind selling guns to 18 year olds because it generates more revenue you know 18 year olds buy guns and and like if you take the money part out of it like you have to legislate it. Like you have to, no 18 year olds can buy a gun. You have to be past. You have to go to a, a mental evaluation before you can buy a gun. You have to, when you show up to buy a gun, you should have to have a signed certificate from a, a, a psychologist saying this person is mentally and capable. You, and you know what, brother? It's, it's so crazy, man. Like you said, you, you're 18 year old. They do a background check. If nothing is on your on your record, you're good money. That doesn't mean that you don't have any problems. But think about it like this. At 18, even when you when you drive a car, you at least got to take a test. You at least got to exactly. know the rules and regulations. You at exactly. least have to take an eye test to see if you can actually see. You know, 18-year-old, you have a, a gun. There is no test. There is no nobody training you how to use the weapon or even talking to you, you know, what it means to have that weapon. You don't have to take an eye test. You just got to be 18 years old and a clean record. And we all know out there that when we were kids, we done things that could have been on our record that maybe we got away with it. Maybe somebody decided not to press charges. Maybe somebody just said, oh, he'll be all right. He'll grow out of it. And those are the things that we can't do anymore. We can't allow these these kids. I can't even say these kids only because there's some adults out there that don't need weapons as well. Exactly. That's why I feel like when you go buy a gun, you got to show up with your mental evaluation clearance to say, hey, I think that's a good step. Like when you show up to buy your gun, you have a mental, a mental evaluation certificate saying that this person has passed their mental evaluation, and they're able to purchase a gun. Well, thank you, brother, for calling and checking in and, and, and giving us your feedback and everything. <sighs> you know, the question was this morning, can can can, can how do you legislate hate? Mm-hmm. The moral of the story is I don't believe you can. And, you know, yes, we should be talking about gun control. Yes, we should be talking about mental health. All of that is true. But the root of this is the seed of hatred that America planted 400-plus years ago, and now that seed has bared fruit. And the Frankenstein monster that America created is coming back to devour America. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's go. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, today was all about taking your calls and... Um, now, we do want to just give you one quick update of what's happening tonight. There's an interview that will be airing tonight. Angela Rye is actually speaking with Brittany Griner's wife, Sherelle, and they're talking about Brittany Griner uh, being detained in Russia after going there on February 17th, and that's going to be on NBA Countdown at 7.30 p.m. on ESPN. Here is that interview with Angela Rye. What was the last thing she said to you before she left for Russia? the irony of all of it you know she didn't want to go back (laughs) so she just said she was so exhausted from always having to go overseas and we talked about it and I was like well you know what babe like let's just make this your last year of season I was like you don't have to go back anymore Mm -hmm. I was like we'll figure something else out you know when it comes to pay because obviously there is a tremendous difference in the amount of money that she makes when she's playing WNBA versus when she goes overseas if it was LeBron or KD or Steph Curry do you think that you would be sitting here today? Ooh, good tease. Drop on the clues bombs for my good sister, Angela Rye. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that, that's, uh, that's Brittany Griner's wife, Sherelle. You can watch that in full tonight at 7.30 p.m. on 
NBA countdown on ESPN, like you said. Make sure y'all check that out. All right. All right. Well, that was your rumor report. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we got the People's Choice mix, man. We're gonna start. Let's start it off with some some pock, some changes. 800-585-1051 is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. WWPRFM HD1 New York and iHeartRadio station. Let me put a little bit of the Breakfast Club up in your lifestyle. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. You are rock, 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 rocking with the best. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Uh, and let me just uh, salute to a, a good friend of mine. Um, some of y'all know him. Some of y'all don't. Some of y'all like him. Some of y'all don't. But uh, the Living Legends Foundation announced its uh, 30th anniversary celebration and the 2022 honorees of the annual Living Legends Award Gala. Now, this event's going to happen October 7th in L.A. Now, some of the uh, honorees are uh, Slim and Birdman, the founders of Cash Money. Uh, Tuma, he's the director of Black Music at YouTube. Shout out to Tuma. And a host of others. And uh, and another one that is actually nominated is our good friend Leonard McKelvey. What? I think his name is Leonard. <laughs> what I'm nominated for? Leonard McKelvey. That's right. Leonard McKelvey is nominated as well. So what? Congratulations again. Uh, it's the Living Legends Foundation. They celebrate the 30th anniversary and annual awards. You're nominated. I didn't know that. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Who is it again? <laughs> I'll send it to you, man. <laughs> who, is, who, is, who is it for the, the Living Legends Foundation? Yes. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> You're nominated with uh, Slim and Birdman, uh, Geo Bivens, Tuma, and a host of others. Uh, Johnny Walker. Uh, who else is there? Uh, what are we, what, what's the award? We're all nominated for one award? Yes, a group of nine honorees. It's oh, a, honorees. Yes. Oh, okay. So we, okay. Well, thank you. You said award. Yeah, he said nominated for an award. I'm like, huh? I'm just trying to show you some. Love, I didn't right? know what was going on. I seen it yesterday. He don't still don't know what's going on. Thank you, Living Legends Award. Send me that. I didn't know that. Yes. Thank you. Goodness gracious. Well, congratulations. All right. Now, uh, when we come back, we got the positive notice. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Super grimy. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlemagne, you got a positive note? I do, man. And uh, the positive note, I just want to tell everybody out there, man, don't forget to breathe today. Really, don't forget to breathe today. You know what I'm saying? If you have a therapist, if you have a psychiatrist, a counselor, a spiritual leader, don't forget to breathe. Find somebody to talk to, man. And I really want to salute, uh, you know, my man Jay Barnett. It's two things I want to read real quick. My man Jay Barnett, he posted on um, he posted on uh, Instagram earlier that, you know, and, you know, Jay Barnett is a therapist. He said, whether it be through a racially motivated act of violence toward black people at a grocery store or fearing what may happen to your child at school, it has become mentally exhausting just to exist within our society. It's imperative to take care of our mental health. And I want to salute uh, Nadra Tawab as well. You know, Nadra is another you know great therapist that I follow. I talk about her book, Set Boundaries, Find Peace all the time. She said, it's hard to move past mass shootings when they keep occurring. We are living in the grief of constant bad news feeling angry, frustrated with the laws, sad for the children and parents, anxious about being in public spaces, afraid for your loved ones, discouraged or confused about the state of the world are all normal responses to senseless violence. It's okay to not be okay. Because we are not okay. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. 
Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.